Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Good morning. Hey, Maggie. You've got a dog on your lap. I do. This is Spencer. I'm not sure he's going to stay there for the whole show, though. No, probably not, but it's okay. Yeah, he looks comfortable at the moment. He is. You know, he looks relaxed. I think he'd be a lot more excited if he knew about the news that's going to be announced on this episode. I think he would. (laughs) I don't know how I feel about that. I mean, I'm I'm a little... Me too. To announce it makes it real, and from this idea of just theory into, like, this is really happening. I know. So stay tuned for that one, folks. (laughs) In the meantime, though, here's the intro music. All right. Max and Dads, wholesome chaos. Max and Dads, wholesome chaos. Oh, well, you're looking well. You look like last time you you were a little sick, and and now you look 100% healthy. Yeah. You got some rest. Yeah, for sure. I was... I just hadn't had a good night's sleep in maybe two weeks, and so I my body was just so tired, and so I got a little sick. Um, and you stayed home. Like, you, you didn't go out and, with your friends and stuff yeah. like that. You were careful. Yeah, well, I think the interesting thing about that is thinking about how, of course, now the second you get sick, you're like, COVID. And so I did yeah. get COVID tested. wasn't COVID. Um, I was just overly exhausted. Um, but before COVID... I feel like I I was in high school, obviously, and the consensus was kind of you get sick, okay, like you're sick, but you go on with your life. Like after sophomore year or whatever, I couldn't miss school unless I was like bedridden. So it was very much of like if one of our friends got sick. Like perfect attendance. People got awards for perfect attendance. That that doesn't mean they were never sick. (laughs) But if one of our friends got sick, it was kind of just like, okay, whole friend group's going to get sick. That yeah. sucks, but we'll get better. And now it's like, oh, I like woke up with a stuffy nose and like I don't want to be around anyone because I don't want to get anyone sick. And I think it's just interesting how much it's changed. Yeah, absolutely. Well, everything changes. The set's looking really amazing because we have new artwork and a little bit better oh, yeah. lighting. And both of the paintings behind each of us, if you're watching this on YouTube, the uh, audio podcast drops on Wednesdays, the YouTube on Thursdays. So if you ever want to see what the show looks like, go out to YouTube, look for Wholesome Chaos, and you'll see our channel there. But um, the artwork in the, in the shots and our close-ups is from your grandmother, my mom, Diana Thurman, who's an amazing artist, a lifelong artist. And these are a couple of her pieces, which she... Uh, she would be very happy for me to mention are for sale. <laughs> yeah, if you guys want to buy them, you absolutely can. Yeah, absolutely. So thank you for the for the loan for this consignment <laughs> of your artwork, mom. Uh, but that's great. And uh, you've also been like like into swimming again, diving again. You've been working out uh, pretty regularly. I finally got a decent dive. I it was, know. And that was one of the things. TikTok celebrated you when you got that dive because it's been a long journey. <laughs> it really has. Yeah. It was kind of an accident finding out I wasn't good at diving. Like, I was I was decent, but I wasn't doing, like, I guess, correct form or whatever. It was kind of more like 
I had learned how to dive off of H2O where they're like turning into mermaids. And so they run into the beach and like dive in because I practiced that a lot as a child. I was fairly certain I was going to be a mermaid. Well, you what you built your own mermaid fin. I do recall that. I That was amazing. It was actually really you. good. As like a 10 year old, I remember looking up online like customizing a mermaid tail that I could buy. And I remember I finally made one and it was like, like online I made one and it was probably like $2,500. And I was like, I'm going to save up for this. Like I'm going to start working. And when I get $2,500, this is what I'm going to spend it on. By the time I had $2,500, I was like, Mm, plans yeah. have changed. I'm glad as a dad, like I waited that one out because you want to <laughs> go into this mode where you're like, oh, maybe I should talk to her a little bit about like what's a, what's a wise investment versus, you know, just spending your money frivolously. And I was like, it's good to have a goal. Like it made you kind of really focus on saving your money. And then by the time she got there, she had another idea. So and maybe one out. day I can I can get one. But at the time, I did not um, have that kind of money, and so I made one instead. Out of I had a monofin that I think you guys got me for my birthday, and I had like fabric that I sewed. Mom helped me a lot, um, and it was. It was an interesting arts and crafts project. Honestly, it was pretty decent. We probably still have it. Um, but all this relating back to diving, yes, it's something I have been putting a lot of time into, and that time finally paid off. Yeah, and it's not like you're an expert diver, but you have some competency. It looks really good. Do you think you want to take it further and learn some other dives next? Um, sh- no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, not necessarily. Okay. I, I'm just... Like a one and a half, like a front flip into a dive? That could be cool. Do we, wouldn't you need a higher diving? No, you could totally do it. I believe in you. <laughs> okay, well. What's the worst that could happen? Oh my goodness, I hate it when you say that because sometimes bad things do happen. But. <laughs> hey, the, um, uh, even though you're spending a lot of time in the pool, and taking lots of showers like every day. I have to mention that your hair looks amazing. Thank you. I mean, like 100% hair goals. And mine feels fantastic too. <laughs> and I think we know why that is. And that brings us to our first sponsor of this podcast. Go ahead, Max. Function of Beauty is the world leader in customizable beauty, offering precise formulas for your hair's specific needs. To get started, you take a quick but thorough quiz to tell them a little bit about your hair type and your hair goals, such as to lengthen it, volumize, oil control. And because your hair changes with every season, you can also change your hair goals before every shipment. So you choose your color and fragrance or go fragrance and dye free. And then Function's team determines the perfect blend of ingredients, bottles your formula, and delivers it right to you. I have the lavender scent what do you you have i have eucalyptus and it's a natural scent i love it it's my favorite smelling shampoo i think i've ever had and the cool thing is you can like they come in different colors your shampoo and conditioner are different colors and the bottle literally says like function of maggie a function of dan like it says your name the quality is insane it's really good and every ingredient function of beauty uses is vegan and cruelty free and they never use sulfates or parabens you can also get completely silicone free and these are there are 54 trillion possible formulations. Oh my goodness! And Function of Beauty has over 50,000 five-star real reviews. And Function of Beauty offers completely personalized formulas for body and skincare as well, so you can customize your beauty routine really from hair to toe. So never buy off the shelf just to be disappointed ever again. Go to functionofbeauty.com/slash. 
chaos to take your quiz and save 20% on your first offer. That applies to their full range of customized hair, skin, and body products. Go to functionofbeauty.com slash chaos to let them know that we sent you and get 20% off your order. Functionofbeauty.com slash chaos. Fantastic. And those links are also available on the show notes and on the website, Wholesome Chaos, where we keep all of our sponsor information. So you can always go check it out there too. Thank you, Function of Beauty, for sponsoring this episode. Absolutely. Well, I think that brings us to the announcement, to to the big news. Are you ready? Maybe. Should I set Spencer down for this? Or maybe we're overselling this. Um, It's kind of a big deal, but it's... It's incredible. Just go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Well, I'm engaged. (laughs) She's not engaged. I'm not. I'm so single. I Um, I let that hang out there just a little too long (laughs) to start a rumor. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm very, very single. But... I am a single person. Well, that's that's actually not important at all that I'm single, but I am a person who is moving to LA. Kind well, of. Well, are you <laughs> kind of Are you really moving to LA? I I wouldn't say you're moving to LA. I'd say you're going to LA for an extended moved. visit, right? To explore some opportunities. For tax reasons. No. <laughs> this is an extended It's 2 months. It's like a 2-month period of time. As of right now. Right. But as of right now, is an important frame to put around this experience, at least, at least for your dad to wrap his mind around it. Yeah, so, well, so go with me. For the last year, we've kind of been teasing like the dad, can I drop out of college? Try again next semester, dad, can I drop out of college? Um, and so I will not be going back to a physical school in, in the, the fall. fall. I am going to take a few courses online. I'm taking like nine credit hours, three courses, just so I have, um, I'm like still working towards a degree. Um, but hopefully the workload will be a little bit lighter since I will be doing a lot in LA. Um, and I'm so excited. I want to tell you that, that part about dropping out or whatnot, um, for whatever reason, I resist, as you know, that term dropping out, because even if at some point you decided you know what, I don't want to take college classes anymore because I'm already doing the thing that's my career. And it's like, I'm really into this. And it's taking away from that to continue this education, which has less meaning. I wouldn't call that dropping out. I would call that changing direction, making a different decision, and and maybe not enrolling in the next semester. Dropping out to me means I'm going to quit on the classes I'm currently taking. So we don't quit on things. I don't think that's our deal. But I don't think that it necessarily needs to have a negative connotation. For sure. <laughs> our dogs are making noise in the studio, if you can hear them. <laughs> yeah, that might not have been a good idea. It's so, okay. So L.A., so mm-hmm. you're, you're taking an extended visit to L.A. It's not your first trip to L.A. No. You've been out there a couple times to meet with friends, to collaborate with other TikTokers, You have an agent in Los Angeles who's going to be setting up some opportunities for you for classes and auditions and and things like that. And just kind of meeting these people that we've already Mm -hmm. been working with for like a year and a half. Yeah. I'm I'm so crazy excited. And I'm also crazy nervous because this will be my first time living on my own. Like even in college, I had a roommate. But like I'm I'm by myself. And that's kind of a for at least a couple months. Yeah, in like in a few days. Like I'm this isn't like oh I'm going in a few months. I'm leaving in a few days to drive across the country. Mm-hmm. I'm driving cuz I'm taking my car. With um, your mom? With my mom. Little road trip, little Thelma and Louise experience. 
cross country. Well, maybe not. That's that's not the best reference. I don't get that reference. Okay, it comes from a movie, <laughs> but it ends very badly. So, just chick road trip. Okay, that's the the whole reference right sure. there. <laughs> so, um, leaving in a few days, driving across the country, you're going to be out there. I feel good about it. Like, and it's going to obviously change some things. And so there's a lot of it that we don't know, and that's part of wholesome chaos. It's like you live in the uncertainty, you live in the randomness of what's happening, but it's still very congruent. And when life presents you um, like choices, you've got to say, does this take me closer to what I want? And is it congruent with my my dreams or your dreams in this case, which I 100% totally support. And it's not like you're moving out to LA or traveling to LA in order to like hopefully find something for your life and get a win or get momentum. I think a lot of people go there hoping that their lives get better. Your life is already, you're, you're bringing a lot of momentum. You're bringing a lot of value to the experience and you're going out there to just say, hey, LA, I'm here, I'm ready to play. Let's see what's shaking. Let's see what the opportunities are. So I'm very excited for you. Thank you, I'm excited as well. And that's one of the things was like, I am in a unique situation where I have my income is not dependent on being in a specific location. Also, Spencer is snoring in my lap. So if you hear that, that is him. And I'm so sorry. <laughs> He's Is he even asleep? Or no, he snores awake. Like you. You snore when you're awake, too. We'll literally be watching a movie and his eyes are wide open and you hear him snoring. Uh, I'm not awake. <laughs> if you hear me snoring, I'm, I'm sleeping with my eyes open. Okay. <laughs> I'll keep that in mind. Um, but yeah, LA. <laughs> um, I my income is not dependent on a specific location, so I can keep doing what I'm doing, um, work wise as well as school wise um, anywhere. And so that's an interesting thing is I haven't really 100% decided if I'm going back in person in the spring or if I'm going to continue online. But regardless, I, like I want to travel. I want to do other stuff when I'm back from LA because. I want to I want to see Europe. I want to go to London because we had these big plans um, after I graduated high school that we I had never like been on a cruise that I could remember, and so we had this huge like cruise we were going on with my best friend and her family to Europe to Europe, a Mediterranean yeah. cruise. It was the worst COVID experience. I mean, because it, <laughs> it was in Italy, which was oh, yeah. one of the first places to really blow up. It would have been terrible. And if it then actually on a cruise happened. ship, it couldn't have happened. Yeah, we no, remained absolutely optimistic. not. But um, we like we didn't get to do that, and so I haven't really Me too. been to those places in Europe that I want to be, mm-hmm. um, and so I'm so excited to possibly do that. And there's just a lot of well, your your future, future is very very bright. Thanks. Now, a couple questions like what happens with the podcast? We're going to keep doing the podcast. Mm-hmm. We're just going to do it differently for a period of time. So we're going to use some technology. You'll be brought. You'll be uh, in LA. I'll be here in the studio. And we're going to still be in a live, real-time conversation. Audio, podcast listeners won't even know the difference. And that's also what I'm excited about is because like we can talk real-time about things that are happening in L.A. And we, ha- we already have a lot to talk about here, which is amazing. But like we're going to be in a position where we're right. not seeing each other every day. And so we can literally catch each other up on our lives yeah. when I'm all the way on the other side of the country. Oh, my gosh, we haven't even thought about time differences. And you're going to be flying back at least some point during that period of time to do 
content here and to do mm-hmm. some podcasts here and that kind of thing. And then I am certain at some point, probably when you least expect it, I'll show up in Los Angeles <laughs> and I'll be a part of your experiences there. We and have some sneezing going on. Simon studio. is sneezing in the studio and really kind of adding some levity to this, what could be a very heavy moment. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> oh, uh. So um, what about TikToks? So we'll be doing less TikToks together. That's that's inevitable. That's like unavoidable. We'll figure it out. I think that um, maybe more duets. Before <laughs> before I leave, or before you leave, I'm not leaving. <laughs> Actually, I am leaving. I've got speeches next week in two different cities. Are you going to be gone when I leave? No. Okay. No, I'm going to, I have a speech in uh, Phoenix, a speech in Dallas, and then I fly home for a virtual speech in the studio, and then that night you and mom leave. That's so. We sad. might film another podcast that day, oh my or goodness, something, or certainly maybe pushing the <laughs> pull uh, video series. Oh my goodness, yeah. We got to do one of those here, but the, you've got a pool in LA. We'll do an LA I'm version. So of that. sad. Yeah, <laughs> I've always been like a kid who looks at the future in a way that I feel like normal kids don't. Like I remember being maybe nine years old, staring in the mirror and being like, enjoy this skin while you don't have wrinkles. And it's like, who thinks like that as a child? (laughs) And so (laughs) like when I'm thinking about big life-changing events, I don't always handle them the best. So there will probably be a lot of crying going on. That's okay. It'll be good content. But you know what I will be doing in LA? I'll be eating really well. I know. I feel really good about about where you'll be staying and what you'll be eating thanks to our good friends at HelloFresh. With HelloFresh, you get fresh, pre-measured ingredients and mouth-watering seasonal recipes delivered right to your door. Skip trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. And that's why it's America's number one meal kit. Choose from 50 menu and market items each week, from vegetarian meals to craft burgers and extra special gourmet options, all available. There's something for everyone to enjoy, with all recipes designed and tested by professional chefs and nutritional experts to ensure deliciousness and simplicity. Get better value. HelloFresh is 28% cheaper than shopping at your local grocery store and 72% cheaper than a restaurant meal without sacrificing the quality. What I really love about this for you is that you're going to be learning to cook at the same time you're eating well because the ingredients come pre-measured and like it, work, it works you through the process. Mm-hmm. That was the experience with Eddie and Morgan when they used it. And not only do we love this like ourselves, but we also give it away as gifts. On m- multiple occasions, we've given HelloFresh uh, subscriptions to friends as so- a gift. To try it for yourself, go to HelloFresh.com slash 14chaos and use code 14chaos to get up to 14 meals free plus free shipping. That's HelloFresh.com slash 14chaos. Use our code 14chaos for up to 14 meals free plus free shipping. That's fantastic. (laughs) So a few things you want to do before you leave town. Oh, man. A few things you have Pack. to do before you leave Yeah, <laughs> I have not started packing. Um, ah, man. I'm just, I'm so excited and nervous. And it feels a lot like when I went to college. And I was actually, I was talking to Mari about this literally yesterday. 
where this whole past year, she was a senior in college. I was a freshman in college. And so we would have conversations and she would say things like even after she graduated, before she went to like go start adulthood or whatever, say just kind of like, oh my goodness, I don't know what I'm doing. Like what? I'm an adult now. And I told her yesterday, I was like, I feel like I relate to you so much right now because from my freshman year of high school, I felt like I had my next eight years mapped out. I was like, I'm going to go to high school and then I'm going to go to college. I went to a high school that had a 100% high school to college rate. Like you didn't not go to college. It wasn't given as an opportunity for you. Like you were, that was the plan. You go to college. Exactly. Um, And once I kind of realized, like, I don't think this is my path. Like, I don't think traditional college is what I want to be doing, it kind of broke my mind a little bit where I was like, okay, then what are you doing? Because I I told her, I was like- You're living life. Yeah, I was like, I feel like I'm in a similar headspace as you right now, where I'm like, okay, I'm I'm an adult. Like I have to do things on my own. Yes. And I don't have a schedule mapping out my every day. But you've been living with adult decisions for a long time. Even, I mean, there was that safety net around you and the structure around you with your family. Obviously, mom and I are here for you every step of the way, and you were going back and forth from college. But you were managing all your own business deals, all your own work deliverables. I mean, everything was was very professional, and you had to figure it out. And the support and safety net of us doesn't go away just because there's some distance involved. In fact, it's even a bigger net in some ways because... Um, you know, we know people lost in Los Angeles who have certain skills or resources or tools and like, we're going to build some friends around you and you're, you already have your own network out there. So yeah, I'm really excited. I'm, I miss some of those people a lot. And so yeah. that should be fun. And living in that space of not knowing exactly what's coming next is super exciting. And, yeah. and, and it may surprise you that it's not what you want in certain ways. And that's okay too. Mm hmm. You know, that's the other thing is to not go out there expecting, oh, I don't know what's going to happen, but I know it's going to be great. It may be, and it may be less than what you expect, and and that's okay, too. We're, you're going out there to learn, and you've got nothing to prove, but a lot to share and a lot to give and a lot to learn. So I'm excited for you. I'm excited as well. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so um, let's try something that I've been wanting to do, which is talking about generational questions. Okay. And maybe it's we could call this like... Uh, Help me understand this, you know, because <laughs> from one generation to another, I have questions about your generation and you probably have questions about mine. So, for example, like one of the questions that comes up for me is with driving. Mm-hmm. When I was a kid and pretty much everybody I knew, as soon as you turned 16 and you were able to get your driver's license in the U.S., like you went ahead and did it. Like if you could, the day you turned 16, because the excitement of learning to drive, the transportation, having the freedom to, to be able to go out and about and explore was so enticing. Mm-hmm. And yet I notice more and more people in your generation wait for a long time before they learn to drive. Not necessarily your case, but for some of your friends, that's more and more common, don't you think? I don't know if it's necessarily a generational thing I think it's just an individual thing because I got my license pretty quick um (laughs) a few of my friends did a few (laughs) didn't um but like also I think that that was kind of the same with your generation and maybe my source material isn't the best but in like that 70s show (laughs) 
Eric was always the one who drove everyone. So, like, maybe the others didn't have license. I, I was always the one who drove everyone, but I think that's because I had a car and I didn't mind driving. And a lot of, and some of my friends were younger. Like, Philip was younger than me, so I got a license before he did. Mm-hmm. And so I was the one who would coordinate the evening um, or whatever we were doing. I would be the one picking everybody up. Yeah, and I think maybe that's the thing, too, is if you have someone you know is going to give you a ride. Did you... Uh, a question. Did you have to do like a permit test? Yeah, there was the permit experience, but then also you, the driving test. And and really, there was no waiting period. Like, oh, I think really? that's a, such a smart law now where you have to have get some experience on the road. I think it's six months before you can carry it's a passenger. It's a year in Georgia. I know it's six months in California. It varies depending okay. on places. That's a good rule because, yeah. you know, otherwise a lot of people were getting in accidents and Think bad things were happening, but you know it also was the responsibility that came with it. I took a lot of pride in my first car. I think most people, you know, do or did. But you're right; it might not be a generational thing. Okay, how about this one? Communication. <laughs> Communication. <laughs> this is something about your generation that totally frustrates me. What and are I you just don't about? get it. <laughs> Very often, you and your friends or others and their friends will have something they need to figure out together. I don't know, what are we gonna do with the evening? Where are we gonna go? What's happening here? What's this project we're working on together? And it's a multi-stepped kind of process of like a conversation. A conversation could answer all of those questions in just a couple minutes. Mm -hmm. And if you pick up the phone and you have that conversation, voice to voice, everybody knows exactly what's going on, but no. That's not how it well, works. What if you forget the information? Wouldn't well, it but, be great? But if you no, had a you don't. You don't want all the information. You don't want all the information. You couldn't handle all the information. All you want <laughs> is just a little tiny piece of information. So you'll ask one little question with a text message, and then get one little <laughs> response, and then you have to look at it and you go, "Well, I don't know. What does that mean about this? What does that mean about this?" And you have all these other questions in your head, and now you're a little bit more confused. And so maybe an hour or two later you send another text message to try to get a little bit more information. And pretty much everybody has some information, but not enough to really know what's going on. Here's the thing. You can't seem too eager. (laughs) 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 You got to let them know, eh, if this happens, that cool. But you don't have that much power over me because maybe I have other things I could be doing. (laughs) I I don't know. And so it's just, it's an interesting um, culture that you have to become familiar with in order to participate in it like a person of my generation. (laughs) But if you're a person of your generation like you are that likes to get things done, doesn't that get frustrating sometimes? Oh, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, very much so. But would you say it's just my generation or like millennials too? It's mostly, well, yes, millennials too. I think Eddie had some of that. But both of you, we made sure you know how to talk on the phone. Okay, but I don't know if we can necessarily say my generation is the worst at communications when the generation above yours pocket calls me like four times a day. (laughs) 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 Like, I don't think that's very clear communication. Yeah, I do a lot of pocket. I used to do more. You do. Actually, yeah, you too. Yeah. (laughs) Shame on you. (laughs) Shame on my pocket. No. I don't know why. (laughs) Because you don't turn off your phone. Well, I I guess you're right. But um, I think I, I thought I did. <laughs> but apparently it's a habit I need to look at. Good point. Good point. I just think, you know, if you need to work something out, work it out. Have a good conversation. Yeah. Do you have any questions for me and my generation um, at this time? 
Let me think. Uh, you guys are kind of stubborn. <laughs> Why is that? <laughs> stubborn? Yeah, like... Is this I, just me particularly? <laughs> or well, I just feel like... The whole generation. Maybe... And I don't want to say like older generations because I feel like kind of it's it's like my generation to the even the generation below us. Like I feel like pretty much any generation that is older than a generation below them, it's kind of this idea of like our way is best. Like you can do your thing, but it's not as good as ours. Like we we know better yeah. when you don't always necessarily. You don't always know. And, and that's and there's some learning that goes involved in that. And so I think it comes with wisdom and age, um, first you understand, I know some things now that I didn't know before. And so in the desire to like help you get there more quickly, there's a little bit of impatience. It's like, I don't want you to make the same mistakes or I don't want you to have to like struggle too, too hard here. So I'm going to give you the benefit of all my wisdom and experience. Mm -hmm. But then you also learn that, wait a second, because there are fresh eyes on this life and you have tools and awareness and maybe weird abilities to psychically communicate through one line at a time that I don't understand. Like all of that is gives you this other superpower. And so I learned to listen to that. So there's a give and take back and forth. But what I'm noticing now in my 50s is there is such a benefit from cumulative life, mm -hmm. especially if you're tuned in. Like, yeah. like when I cleaned out some of the vices or stopped drinking or whatever and, and really started playing this game of life at a much higher level, Doing that for decades, you reach a, a level where you are able to synthesize things much more quickly. And so for me, my my stubbornness is probably just evidence of like, oh, now I'm really confident that I know the answer. Yeah, and I think something important to remember is like, you can learn something from everyone, um, and you should. Like, that's whether it's someone who's 40 years older than you or someone who's 40 years younger than you, like, they have value that you can learn from. And I think that, like, that just changes a lot perspectively. Yep. I think so, too. I love learning from kids. And this is going to sound really kind of uh, morbid, but please don't take it that way. Oh, man. <laughs> no, but if you ever meet a child... Like a while ago, I had a friend whose name was Mick, Michael Goldstein, Mickle the Pickle. And he was, a, he was a performer, clown, really talented guy. And he did a lot of work with kids who were cancer patients, right? Kids who were cancer patients who knew their lives were terminal for the most part. They were going through treatment, but they had advanced cancer. And it was obviously a very challenging environment, but he would go in there and try to bring levity, and he connected me so where I did that a few times, and I did some shows, and I actually took one of the kids flying one time, back when I was flying more regularly in a plane, to give them a, a, a flight above their home, which they, they loved. Um, but I think, I always thought kids who are sick are the world's wisest people, because they still have the, the fresh wisdom and, and kind of like innocence of youth and they see the world untainted, but then they also have the reality of mortality. I don't know, there's just a different lens that they, that those human beings bring to the planet that I think we can all learn a lot from. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, sorry for that little downer. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs>
Don't don't start crying <clears throat> now. We got a lot of packing to do. Oh my goodness, I have so much packing to do. But that's okay. I mean, have I ever talked to you about warping time? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> well, what do you think that means when I say warping time? Making the most out of a small amount of time that you have. Yeah. Like whether, I know for you a lot, it was when you were home because growing up, well, me growing up, you were traveling a lot. Um, and so it was when you were home making the most of that experience. That was something that is was wild is you would have nights where you got home at maybe like one in the morning and you were up at like five before I was making Eddie and I pancakes. Yeah. Like that was crazy special. So thanks for that. Well, you're welcome for that. And thank you for noticing. I wouldn't miss that. I would shortchange anything but my time with, with you guys and especially those morning hours because this was just for me making breakfast and making a fun breakfast, making it different or whatnot. And then we got to take you to school. Uh, most days, actually, I took Eddie to school all through high school. Yeah, because we only lived a couple of miles away, and we he didn't drive a car to school. But um, yeah, that was so so neat. And I'll never and I was was aware like you only get so many of these days, and so I don't want to miss any of them when I can. So that's one. So my point is, you can warp time here. You we're gonna figure out a lot because of the constraints of time. A lot will happen very quickly as you get ready to leave town. Um, and it's going to be very special if we bring a lot of presence to that moment and to that experience. So um, before we wrap this up, do you want to take a listener question? Sure. Yeah, I have one right here, and this is from Amanda S. So, so by the way, we started this last week. If you want an answer uh, to a question that you might have or a topic that you'd like us to discuss on the show, then you can ask it. You might ask it in one of our TikTok comments, but it may get lost because there's a lot of TikTok comments. The, be the best way to do it would be to go to the website, wholesomechaos.com. And that's a great website with a lot of resources for communication within your family. There's a, you can sign up to be a part of our family, join the family, click that link, and then we're going to send out some resources to keep um, this community connected, see our sponsors, and also request topics. So please make sure you can uh, ask that one. Yep, yep. This comes from Amanda. Amanda asks, who asks, what is your workout routine or your approach to fitness? Maggie? Unconventional. Um, we, I think overall, I'll just speak for myself and I'll, then I'll let you speak. But like, um, I'm pretty active every day with like the things I do. Um, and so I will say one of my favorite like workout workouts is Mad Fit Dance Workouts. I love those are on YouTube um, and like she has different ones. It's yeah, like great. a Justin Bieber one um, where it's like five Justin Bieber songs or something. I like early 2000s one, 2010s. And they're so fun. A Christmas one. And I love those. I think I've told both you and mom that like if I got a job in L.A., I would want it to be like teaching mad fit dance out da dance workout classes to people. <laughs> like I think that would be so cool, like running a workout class. Um but I love doing those. Um, <laughs> Chloe Ting. I love Chloe Ting. Like, I I do enjoy a lot of kind of guided workouts on YouTube. Um, I also do, like, a good time at the gym. But we don't have our gym membership here anymore. And so when I don't have my gym at school or, like, hotels, that's why I revert to YouTube. Um, and then we have, like, weighted juggling balls. Like, mm -hmm. that's the more unconventional part where it's like we'll juggle with weighted juggling balls and like those will get your arms really tired um 
or like aerial silks, those will those will take a toll on your arms as well and like strengthen that way. We always have a lot of options around for fitness. Mm-hmm. And and a lot of it is out the, outside the gym. Um, we don't have our gym membership anymore since COVID. And what I miss the most about that is racquetball. I miss racquetball so much. Yeah, I would love that with you. We would just go out there and play for a couple hours and you'd sing in the racquetball court. And I would. We would just bang the ball around. It's and you're actually a pretty good racquetball player, so Thank maybe you can you. do some of that while you're in um, California. Although you're into pickleball now. Oh my goodness! Which I is love the new networking pickleball. thing, right? Like the- I hope so. I've I've heard more and more people in California like they'll mention playing pickleball, and I thought that was just something that I did in my grandparents' retirement community. But apparently, it's it's like the world's fastest growing sport. Sure. So you can have a business meeting on the pickleball court. Oh my gosh, I'm so down because I'm terrible at tennis. So let's let's change it from the traditional like... Or golf, which takes all day. Oh my gosh, I'm also not very good at golf. So as opposed to being like, hey, let's go, let's go like play a round of golf. It can now be like, let's go play some pickleball. And I can actually do that and I love it and I'm totally down. (laughs) We just got pickleball rackets. Yeah, we did. We haven't used them yet though. We should do that like right after this. Okay. (laughs) deal. So Amanda, my uh, approach to fitness is that I, I align to fitness and basically everything I try to do in life. Uh, try to see myself as an example of health. And I mix it up too, like Maggie. Um, I think back to when I was 17 years old and I was writing some ideas about what I wanted my future life to look like. Like I went through this whole exercise of like planning your life and writing statements, affirmations of like future realities. And I, went, I knew I wanted to write something about being healthy. And so I wrote, I was like, well, what can I write now that will apply 30 years from now or whatever? And I said, I can always demand extra effort from my body. And I, and I thought if I said that, then what that means is I'm free from injury, I'm strong, I'm maintaining my skills, and I could still do some of the crazy stuff like backflips and whatever, if I feel motivated or even like safety, I can get up and run if I need to go get up and run to save someone or save myself, who knows? Um, So I think that one statement still serves me because as I get older in my fifties now, I don't do a ton of working out. I really don't, but I'm very active. I do little things for short periods of time, most days, every day. Uh, Like I did my thousand catches juggling this morning Uh, Yesterday, I went on a unicycle ride, but I hadn't done that for a while. And I noticed the three and a half miles on the off-road track, like it was way harder than I remembered it. I had to Mm -hmm. stop and catch my breath and look at my heart rate. And I was like, yep, I haven't done it for a while, so I've got to keep doing it. And the more you do it and the more you keep doing it, um, the better it gets. But I would say keep it fun, keep it creative, find something that works for you. There are so many different ways to move your body. And if you can get to a place where you're excited to work out, that's crazy cool too. That happened with Annie and I in college where it was, we were working out every day at our, at our campus's gym and it wasn't always. Until you passed out. Yeah. But that was that on we covered that in a previous episode. Too. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Just want to connect the dots here. A little yeah. callback. So action. then we stopped going cause we both had PTSD, but <laughs> <laughs> I thought that's funny. PTSD is not funny. Before that, actually I recently, 
this is a little bit off topic, but still about working out. I recently got on a treadmill again for the first time and like went to a gym again for the first time. And it was crazy. Like my anxiety was spiking and all that. Where were you? Um, Las Vegas. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yep. It was in that gym, but it was, it was a really cool thing to kind of go back to it and be like, okay, this isn't going to define me. But yeah, we got to a point where it actually became something we were excited to do every day. And I think that totally shifts your mindset. But also don't wait for it to be something you're excited to do. Like you still yep. make it a routine. The hardest part is getting to the gym yep. or starting the run, getting outside your house, you know, getting to the park to, to walk the trail or whatever it may be. A great lesson I heard was to put your, your walking shoes or your running shoes at the foot of your bed so mm. that when you get up in the morning, you just put your shoes right on and just go for it before you even really start thinking about it. But yeah. if you wait till later in the day, it's hard to get back to fitness. And so I always find it works well to, to start with something active and fun. Yep. So let's go play some pickleball. Yes, please. All let's right. do it. But um, that makes a, another great episode. So Maggie, I guess we'll do one more here and then we'll start doing the, the thing from, uh, from Los Angeles on the other side. Oh, that's crazy. I will let you guys know how it goes. Okay, pickleball. <laughs> and then we definitely have to start thinking about packing. Oh my goodness, please no. Okay, all right. <laughs> I'll figure it out, okay. I love you, Max. I love you, Dad. And we love you too. See you next time. Max and Dad's wholesome chaos. Max and Dad's. Spencer, no you did great. Yeah. I know. What yeah, the heck? Yeah, note to self. No dogs uh, in the studio you during the podcast. You guys were so loud.